Do you know what equipment you can use to record consultations with patients for teaching and training purposes? This could be with GP trainees, medical students, or other healthcare professionals. In this video, we're going to have a look at all the various different kit that exists, how you can use it, and which is the best one for you to use. Let's tech enhance your primary care and learning. If this is the first time we're meeting, I'm Dr. Gandalf of EGP Learning, where I look at supporting you with technology-enhanced primary care and learning. In this video, we're going to go through various different equipment and kit that you can consider using in your practice to try and record patient consultations, particularly from a training and teaching perspective. There are other applications, but that's the focus of this particular video. And to show you, I'm taking you to my practice. So we're going to have a look at some of the equipment I've got around and also what we're using in practice and things and some other options, which although I don't have here with me, can recommend if you wanted to have a look. As always, if you want to subscribe to our channel to find out more of this kind of content, feel free to do so on our YouTube channel, Facebook, or follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. And as always, subscribe, comment, share, and let's tech enhance your primary care and learning. Shall we begin? So guys, we're gonna have a look at this equipment that I've got here. Got a variety of different things for you to have a look at. And first and foremost, if you're going for your cheapest, simplest little option, it'd be a webcam. Why? Well, they can integrate into your desktops quite easily, as you can see here. So I've got one up here, or I've got an alternate one, which I actually use to film a lot of the videos that you guys have been watching and stuff, which is this one. So this is a Logitech C920, um, and up there we've got one of the Microsoft Life Cams and stuff. And I use these to record various different pieces of things, um, and can easily be used in terms of recording patient consultations from a training or teaching perspective. Why? Well, you get decent footage, and you know what? Probably better I just show you. Shall we have a look? So this is the kind of footage that you would expect to see and the sound quality that you potentially may get without any extra mic enhancements and stuff. So this is using the webcam that you can see on my screen. Um, effectively, it's pretty good. It's good placement and in particular, it's good for getting interactions from the patient's perspective and the clinician's. So for example, if I was consulting, spending a lot of time looking at the screen like this, you'd actually be able to tell pretty quickly and effectively and that can be quite helpful in terms of helping people with their consultation skills and that kind of stuff. Um, obviously the video quality is not as good as other kind of methods because the camera quality generally doesn't have a high feed. Is that really an issue? I don't know, it's maybe for you to decide effectively. But the key thing is the sound quality. So this is what it would sound like from a simple webcam based mic um, without, as I said, any extra enhancements or anything. Tell me what you think. Does this work? Does this not work? Um, obviously, you can always stick the webcam onto a separate stand that can be placed on the desk for better placement. This is literally just hanging off my screen, so quite innocuous. And actually, patients barely even realize it's there. So in terms of a more natural consultation method, that can be quite effective. Just make sure you remember to switch it off. That's all. Let's go back to the video. So that's the webcam footage. Alternative options, if you wanted to consider them, are using other kind of equipment. What that could that be? Well, how about using a tablet? Why? Well, as you can see, coming off my screen, I've actually got one that I use with patients and stuff. So in terms of near patient checks and that kind of things, showing the maps and resources that I've recommended a lot on our videos and stuff, um, and how they can use that. But the other thing you could do is actually use it to record consultations. How does that work? Show we a look again? Now this video is showing the kind of imagery you can get from using a tablet. Um, so this is coming off my desk, off the gooseneck stand, and effectively, as you can see, you would see the patient sitting here, myself being able to consult with the patients and how that would look and more importantly this is how it sounds just from the tablet audio itself 
So no enhancements, no microphones, that kind of stuff. And the key benefit of using this kind of method is obviously when you're reviewing the consultations, quick and easy to do, just simply load up on the tablet and stuff and then delete from the system from then. This does work quite well with other kind of GDPR compliant technology and that kind of stuff as discussed later on. Um, but effectively a really quick and easy way to do things. Obviously, if you want to get more of a broader range, you may need to place the tablet elsewhere in the room because the downside of this particular angle that you've got is that you can't see my interactions with the screen in terms of consultations and stuff. And the field of view is narrow depending on the orientation of the room that you've got. But key benefits in terms of using a tablet from um, patient uh, testing, near patient interactions, feedback, that kind of stuff, and showing them apps and stuff if you wanted to. So I like this and a good way of recording consultations, I think, if it's appropriate for the world or your way of practice. Let's go back to the main video. So that's how the tablet works in terms of recording consultations. As you can see, sometimes better quality, and one of the key reasons for using it is actually the fact that you can then look at the consultations there and then afterwards. What other options do you have available? Well, you could consider using a smartphone. Very similar to using a tablet and easy to make portable. So as you can see here, I've got my own one, and that's on a stand that you can put anywhere in the clinical consultation room. I guess the screen's not as good at looking at the consultations afterwards, so you may need to port that over to a desktop or to another screen, and sometimes you may need cables or attachments to help you do that. But they are much more portable. Generally, the quality of the cameras is actually slightly better on smartphones than it is on something like a tablet, like an iPad or that kind of thing. Um, and in particular, the microphones may be slightly better as well, because they're obviously designed better for voice interaction and stuff. So they are definitely an option you can consider, as you can see here, and really easy to place and stuff because of the form factor and stuff. So have a look at those. Another option is obviously go for the more bargain basement camcorder. So I've got one here. So we've been using something called the Samsung. Um, which one is it? I've forgotten myself. So we use a HD Samsung camcorder at the moment in our practice. Um, it records directly onto SD cards and stuff that then you can put into either the computers or you can patch it through with a cable direct onto the screen and things. They give you really good video quality because it records in HD. Sound can be variable depending on how good the microphone that's built into the camcorder is. And there are a couple of options that I've listed in the show notes for you to have a look at and stuff. Um, I think they're good. And like I said, the video quality tends to be quite good, but sound is actually more of a key issue I tend to find. And if I'm being honest, some of the other options I've shown you here do seem to work a lot better when it comes to sound recording. And um, particularly if you've got issues like air conditioning, which you may be hearing right now, or background noise, that kind of stuff. So making sure you've got good placement for that is important. If you are worried about sound recording and stuff and finding it's not working so effectively, um, then another option to consider is using external microphones. There's a variety of different ways to get them. These are either things like lapel mics, but the downside to those is that they don't work very well in terms of if you're moving around and that kind of stuff. A separate standalone mic, and, and there's lots of different types. If you were looking at that from a uh, consultation point of view, I recommend something called a condenser mic because that picks up more sound from around the area and better in terms of direction and stuff. Or the best one yet would be what's called a shotgun mic. So that's something that you can basically place onto the recording device or into a DIY rig. Um, and I've given some examples of how you can create one in the show notes and stuff. Um, but effectively it gives you much better sound. And actual fact, this video that you're watching now is shot with a shotgun mic to show you. Um, I can't show you the actual one because it's on the camera, but this is kind of a picture of what one would look like if you can see on the screen. 
yeah kind of like the stuff they use in the movies but that's actually really quite cost effective so that will cost you about £25 um, from a practice perspective that you can add onto the mic and get really good sound quality like you guys can hear right now from my stuff um, so there's a variety of different ways that you can use equipment and things I do go into more detail in the blog post that comes with this post about various different options and things and another thing to consider is how you can actually place this equipment so things like the stands that kind of stuff as you can see here I've got a couple of gorilla pods for the cameras here they're okay as you saw me playing with the video camera not that stable at times because they, they don't really hold so well I do like the Manfrotto one that's in the post and, and stuff so that's quite a lot more stable or actually a small desk tripod or a much larger one if you're doing more kind of robust filming and stuff would be better something like the ESDDI kind of stands and stuff again I'll put all this links in the show notes and stuff for you important things to consider though when you are videoing consultations and stuff is where you're going to store all that information put it on SD cards and stuff may be great but also if they go missing and stuff that's a GDPR violation that may end up costing you quite a lot of money in terms of fines and stuff and also from a patient perspective how you're storing that data is very important make sure you've got process and policy in place is also vital there's some examples in the show notes in terms of what you can look at in terms of the stands um, obviously a few links there same with this SD cards but a newer option that may be worth considering is using software to automatically and safely store the footage that you're recording that then can be looked at through a web-based interface. So uh, there's a couple that are mentioned in the post and stuff and worth having a look at. Um, I find that these kind of resources can be really effective and stuff in terms of looking at the information and stuff um, and you know integrate quite well with things like tablets and that kind of stuff um, in particular. So maybe worth considering if that's what you want to have a look at. I hope you guys have found this post useful. It's more of a guide for some of the work I've done already. And as I said, have a look at the blog post, which has got more detail in terms of the kind of footage and as well as the kind of equipment that I go into in terms of what you can use in practice. And tell me what you think. Actually, which method is your favorite for recording? More importantly, looking at the information that you're taking in when you're teaching the trainees or if you're a trainee. What kind of equipment do you prefer using to make the actual footage itself? Because some things are easier than others and how that then interacts, particularly from the viewing aspect, is a key thing that needs to be considered. Anyway, guys, I hope you found this video useful. As always, subscribe to our content on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And in particular, let me know your thoughts on the type of equipment you would consider using after watching this video. Anyway, guys, as always, subscribe, comment, share. It's taken hands your primary care and learning. See you later.